Hello and welcome. Just for you this time, Falcon. Just welcoming you this time. Okay. Yeah. Seems fair. Seems fair. All I, th- right. I think I'm the only person deserving a welcome to the podcast, so I appreciate that. Oh, really? I didn't realize mm-hmm. you were jealous every time I would welcome others, and, it, and you felt they weren't deserving of that. Oh, my apologies. I don't know that it's, it's jealousy, way. but feeling like they're not deserving of it, I think that's accurate. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bold words. <laughs> well, you know, it's not like anybody's recording this, right? No, of course not. It's just you and me here. No, obviously. <laughs> obviously, just me and you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Clearly. <laughs> All right, so to start things off, if you've been um, eagerly awaiting our uh, Wonder Egg recap, it was a clip show this week, which I'm uh, kind of upset about, but mm, mm. I, I haven't watched clip it shows because it's a clip show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's like immediately obvious when the episode starts. It's like, hang on a second. All mm. this is from stuff that we've seen before. Mm, okay. Meh. Anyway, I mean, it's it's a deep, it's an in-depth show. There's a lot of confusing stuff about it, I think. There's confusing stuff they haven't explained yet. So, like, mm-hmm. this didn't help with that, obviously. But just, I think maybe, I don't know, maybe for some people, they're like, oh, yeah, this is happening. Or, oh, that's right, that character did say that. Mm. So, I guess there were a couple things that we'd had discussions on the topic of... Um, can never say his name. The counselor, Mr. What's up, Kai? I don't know his name. Sawaki. We'll say Sawaki. it's Sawaki. Sure. Sawaki. Yeah. Uh, you, okay. So the way it's portrayed is he's trying to help I develop some confidence or he's some creepy predator. It's one of the two because he's like, <laughs> no, we're I'm, going, <laughs> I'm, I don't think there is. I'm going to paint you the way that I see you as like a, a with a lot of possibility and a good person and all this stuff. And, and he's like, when I show it to you, I want you to have confidence in yourself. Mm. So this, again, this is kind of a go-to move for pedophiles. <laughs> like, you definitely <laughs> want to make your target feel like uh, they are dependent on you in some way and that you see them in a special way nobody else does, right? It's also, so something, getting... it's also something a school counselor might do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a therapist, <laughs> right? A licensed professional can do this and not be a pedophile. Right, entirely reasonable thing for a teacher in a school to say and do to a student, right? Exactly, exactly. That's exactly the point, right? Right. Because anybody else does this, and like an unlicensed therapist or like somebody who doesn't have this position of trust does this, and you're like, pedo, done, out. <laughs> We're going to burn you alive, right? Right. So he does it, and there's just this little tinge of like, I don't know. So he's doing that with her, and then her friend is like, all right, I like he's going to submit this painting to a contest, and he wants to earn some money and start a career as an artist. So she says, you better not screw this up for him. So I think what happens is I goes, I'm going to screw this up for him. I'm not a good enough subject for his art. I have no confidence in myself. So she backs out. She bails. And mm. her best friend takes the spot. Her best friend is the one being painted later. And she says... That the reason, so best friend is getting bullied, right? And I is like, is that because you're friends with me? And she goes, no, it's because they think that Mr. Sawaki is paying me special attention. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So there's a couple ways this can go, right? One, there is an inappropriate relationship 
mm-hmm. that's going on. He's preying on her and screws her up and she commits suicide. Mm-hmm. Or two, there's nothing going on, but the talk becomes so intense and the bullying becomes so intense based on an entirely innocent relationship and people are just mean that that's mm-hmm. why her friend kills herself. Mm. I don't know that there's necessary. There's nothing. There are no other options unless they haven't shown us specific things that are going on in best friend's life. Right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, that's all plausible. I think. Yeah. That's. It's just. It's always been because they're showing it to us out of chronological order, and they're not showing us the whole thing. And there's that whole scene when I kind of walks in on her best friend and Mistress Sawaki. She's like crying. And she's hugging, like they're hugging, right? Right. So, mm-hmm. again, I imagine there are instances where you're a school counselor and one of your students is super distraught and there's a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. I would not recommend doing this. If you're a school counselor listening, don't hug your students. <laughs> but I can totally understand a situation where this might come up and it would be totally innocent, right? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Stick with the all. head pat. Stick with the head pat. I don't, man. I don't think I would even touch them in any way at all, personally. But whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not a school counselor. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so that was the one thing. That was that was a nice backtrack about that whole thing. And I was like, okay, I think I have a a better handle on this than I did last week. So that's the w- one thing that was nice. They just went over each of the girls. This is I. She has heterochromia. Her mom is. I was just like, oh my gosh, I know all this stuff. <laughs> Here's oh, Miru. This is all her stuff. I was like, yes, we know all this. This is Rika. This is Mono. And I'm like, mm. there was nothing else interesting from any of the other ones. Right. And I was telling this over the Discord. I'll just recap a little bit. It's being narrated by the mannequins. Okay. And at the end of it, they're talking to the viewer. The whole time they're addressing mm-hmm. the viewer and at the end they're like what you don't trust us even after we sat down and explained all this to you it's like <laughs> no i really don't it's a good point <laughs> maybe be self-aware mannequins interesting yeah so that was it that was the episode the end and i was like bummer hmm. okay okay yeah is there anything else in there no, I mean, it just solidified my theory that is it Momo or Mono? Uh, Momo. It is Momo. Yeah, Momo. M-O-M-O-E. Yeah, basically, like, girls keep falling in love with her because she that she's, like, moderately masculine, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she says specifically, my best friend saw me as a girl. And that was like, that was good for her, right? She's like, thank goodness, this person's not going to think I'm a dude and fall in love with me. Mm-hmm. But then, best friend totally is like, hits on her, like, drops her clothes and is like, let's have sex. And she's like, what the crap is going on? <laughs> Pushes her away and is like, okay, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a decent reason for suicide, I think, for a teenager, for sure. Oof. Yeah. That, that, rough. That, that, like, there's a quote so that's going to get taken out of context for you when you run for president. <laughs> Yeah, again, it's such a good thing nobody's recording these. I know, right? It's really saving my bacon today. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was uh, Wonder Egg. Bad times. Fair enough. Yes, that said, it's good. Uh, Alchemy said this is a... It's an original, Mm -hmm. original story written by somebody who... It's his first time writing an anime. Okay. 
Yeah, Shinji Nojima, which I'm super impressed. Like, I think for a first time, you know, original content story that you're telling, this is pretty darn good for a first effort. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I yeah, yeah I, I doubt it's like the first draft, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> no, absolutely. And Alchemy did say that he has written some live action TV before, so definitely not his first storytelling mm. effort either, but. Uh, just first attempt at anime, you know, in a more fantastical world. I don't imagine he was doing live action fantasy for Korean. I mean, Japanese TV, maybe he was. Is that a thing? They have live action fantasy on Japanese TV? I, I have no idea. I don't know either. Do they even have live action TV in Japan? <laughs> Other than game shows? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Japanese TV live action fantasy. Hmm. Live action science fiction TV shows from IMDb. Would you look at that? There are some. Oh, check this action. It's an isekai in live action. Oh, really? A brain surgeon faints at the hospital and awakens to find himself transported back in time to the Edo period. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a link. From 2009. It's called Jin. Jin. Hmm. This is going to be your introduction to live action Japanese TV. <laughs> I mean. Hmm. Here's a time travel one. It's it's hmm. the premise is a little flimsy. A brain surgeon faints. What are they fainting for? It's like, they saw blood. <laughs> Yeah, they found a brain surgeon <laughs> faints at the side of blood. <laughs> it was his first one. Oh my god, it got two seasons. There are there there are so many time travel ones. Holy crap! After finding yeah. his mom killed, Satoru's time traveling ability. Next one. <laughs> this student travels back in time to the Sekundu era. Next one. Sixteen-year-old high high school student can run really fast and goes back in time. What the crap, <laughs> you guys? Why is everything you do time travel? Japan loves time travel. I guess there's a bunch of Ultraman stuff. I guess that counts as live action. Sure. I mean, they did live Power action Rangers. Attack on Titan. Oh, that's a good point. Which uh, I, I, I watched part of the first movie. I kind of like skipped through it. And it's, it's, oof, it's something. It's not good, <laughs> but it's something. Why are live action adaptations so hard to do? There is a chef when he wakes up. He is in the Sengoku era of Japan in the 16th century when the Shogun ruled. <laughs> Japan? I feel like this is a cry for help at this point. Surely there is and some... like The real world is garbage. We must retreat to fantasy and better times. Uh, yeah, yes. no, yeah. Kind of. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hmm. what else has been going on? Attack on Titan was good. I'll give it a, a thumbs up for Sunday's episode, which you okay. didn't watch. Nope, sure didn't. Uh, spoiler alert: Aaron becomes leader of a fascist organization. Mm. Believes that Aaron is the chosen one who will lead the Eldian Empire to conquer everybody else. So that's mm. exciting. Aaron's all sorts of screwed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really, it's kind of sad too because Mikasa and uh, Armin. Arwen are like are like oh yeah Armin thank you 
mm-hmm. are like, no, Aaron wouldn't do that. We've known him since he was a kid. But uh, no, he is. Did they explain so what he was doing, like hanging out on in like the Mali army? Yeah. No, he was infiltrating them to like commit a war crime. Oh, okay. Did we not talk about this? No. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's hanging out uh, pretending to be a Marlian soldier back from the war, right? Missing a foot. Right. He's pretending. And, yeah, he just basically... Uh, so what he does is he, by himself, goes to Marley, sends letters back home saying, Hey, guys, How I'm just... going to do some war stuff with Marley. You better come back me up. And they're like, are you kidding me? Are how you do... kidding me, Aaron? How, how does he send letters? He befriends an Eldian warrior candidate who is okay. being trained to become a Titan. Okay. And he's like, hey, mind sending these letters back home for me? So he like uses this kid. Oh, it's so sad. Right, he's right, totally right. betrayed right. him. But how do the letters get to the island? Right? Like, there's no postal service out there. Yeah, I don't know. He must have set something up. Okay. Uh, right? So post these letters to somewhere in the Marlene Empire he's got a friend who has connections to send it back to Paradise. I don't know, man. That's a good point. Well, the problem is, it's like he's a soldier in the army. He has equal access to the postal service, assumedly. Mm, I don't... Or, or is that something they only give to the warrior candidates? Yeah, I think that might have been what it was. <laughs> Whatever it was, he was either worried about them reading his mail Mm. Well, or no, he didn't have access to the regular posts. Yeah. The, pro- the problem is we know that the Malians actively spy on the current warriors. You think they would yeah. a- also actively spy on the candidates. Right. So well, using a candidate would be more likely to get your letters screened. Maybe. The candidates are pretty brainwashed. <laughs> like, sure. I just, the way they portray these kids, they've just been raised to know nothing but Eldians are demons and you are an Eldian and you better help us stop them or you're worse than they are, right? Right, but why would that not also apply to the previous generation of Eldians? Like the ones that are currently uh, warriors. Surely they would have equally have been brainwashed because they've been doing this for hundreds of years. Yeah. So, but they're still spying on them. I don't know that they are. They are. There was there was a scene where Zeke and some of the other Titans were like in a room discussing, I don't know, having breakfast or something. And Zeke's like, "No, not in this room." And it shows a shot of there's a room under the floor where two dudes are like listening in and recording their conversation. <laughs> right? Fantastic. So yeah, nope. Fair enough. Good point. Plot hole probably. Yeah. I don't have cool. an answer for you. Cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. So basically, Aaron. There's this big, I thought we talked about this. There's this big gathering of the military. The Tiber family is there. They are somehow Eldians that lead, that are in charge of Marley. It's all very confusing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. basically everybody's gathered. Aaron goes Titan and just like murders everyone. Mm. Uh, the Marleyan Titans, a couple of them are there. He fights those. He kills a couple. He takes their powers. Oh, so now uh, he's rocking more than one Titan? More than two yeah. Titans. He's had two Titans for a while. Yes. He's, yep. He's doing so, all right. So can he at will transform into different Titans or he's always just the attack Titan? I've only seen him do the attack Titan. Okay. 
So I don't know. Good question. Have we seen so, Arwen or Armin turn into the Colossal Titan yet? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Armin, like, it's it's kind of a sad thing. Like, so the Marlene fleet is out there in this cove. There's a ton of ships out there just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, a smaller boat in the fog kind of, like, bumps into one of the larger ones. And, like, the dude looks down and he's like, hey. Oh, what are you doing talking. down there? And it's just Ar- like it's just uh, Armin mm. on a boat by himself, and every- like all the viewers are like, <laughs> "Holy crap!" And yeah, he just activates and just nukes everything. The bay like explodes. Everybody mm. dies, mm-hmm. and he's just like sadly war crime walking his way through the city. It's <laughs> it's the saddest colossal titan maneuver of all time. Mm, okay, yeah. So basically, they just like slaughter a city. Pretty much, yeah. So once they're done with that, uh, there's a zeppelin that the the, the, uh, the gangs military, mm-hmm. yeah, and then Hungi. Gabby, Gabby, yep, yep. Okay, so I'm I'm fairly confident I know what happens without having seen the show from this point. Okay, reasonably, more or less. Yeah, I mean that was the best episode of the season by far. Aaron just going ham on mm. everybody and other Titans showing up. Titans fighting Titans is always a pretty good time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Aaron was smart. Did we talk about this? No. He like Batman it. Okay. There's this Warhammer Titan who has the ability to basically create, like you know how Aaron can harden parts mm. of his body. Yeah. The Warhammer Titan can use that. It looks like the same kind of a stuff to create weapons. Oh, it's like, okay. Yeah, like hardens into a hammer, hardens into a sword, a spear, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so Aaron goes for the neck, right? Goes for the nape and like crushes it but it doesn't stop the warhammer titan Mm. and so he has to actually batman it like he actually has to sit there and think about okay what is going on here why didn't that work and he figures it out and he's able to defeat it so it was just nice i'm just so used to aaron just blind raging his way through every situation he's in Mm. but the fact that he actually took some time to analyze the situation and uh figure it out was extremely good it's more impressive that he's finally at a point where he, when he's in a fight, he can take the time to think about a thing rather yes. than having to either blind rage or just get pummeled. Yeah, right. for sure. I yeah, I mean, part of it was circumstance. He had some room to breathe, for sure. Right, right. Yeah. Thunder Spears, Mikasa, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And Zeke fakes his own death, which is kind of awesome. Oh, does he? Yeah. Uh, he's there, and then I think... So Mikasa and Levi are both there. Mm-hmm. And I think Levi takes them down. Like Levi takes the Beast Titan down. Okay. And it felt easy. I was like, what the crap? <laughs> like <laughs> The Beast Titan is smarter than this. This should not have been. I know it's Levi, but come on. It took like four seconds. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it turns out that he totally faked it. He let Levi kill the Beast Titan and then he escaped. Like leaving behind his limbs, basically, because he can regrow those, right? All right. And then later the Marleyans are like, so bad news. Uh, remember how we thought Zeke is dead? Yeah, we only found his limbs. Like, he's still alive somewhere. He escaped. It's like, ooh. We just found his legs. <laughs> right? Yeah. We were looking for a torso in his head. Couldn't find it. So, uh, he gone. He's out of here. Yeah. So that's Fair. pretty good. Fair enough. So I'm still not sure, like, what Zeke's entire plan is. What does he want? I don't know. It's not clear. He's never come out and been like, here's my plan. Mm. But, uh... We'll see. It's good. Yep. 
<laughs> All right. It's yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just uh, it's a weird feeling to be watching something that feels like it's going to be an all-time classic, like from start to finish. I don't know. Like maybe people felt that way when they were watching Full Metal Alchemist. Although then the original ending was bad, so maybe not. Right. I mean, did you have this similar feeling while you were watching Game of Thrones? Sure did, until the end. Okay, so it shouldn't be so that. So that could happen here. Yeah. yeah. I mean... That's a good point. Yeah, I think... I think it's going to be difficult to wrap it up in a narratively satisfying way. It always is. Um mm-hmm. I'm not super interested in it, but I'll watch mm-hmm. it because I'm three seasons deep. And if this is the only last one, it's like, why not? Yeah. I mean, I might as well finish it up. Yeah. And plus the manga's done. So story's right. done and people enjoy how the manga wrapped up. So I don't know how they can screw this up, I guess. I don't know. But I mean, I would love to see them try and finish the live action movies. <laughs> because do you know the very very important part where Mikasa's a Japanese woman? Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously it's a live action Japanese show, so everyone's Japanese. You can't really yes. do that plot line. Oh. Uh, you remember the really really important part where the colossal titan can only kick through the doors or the gates on the walls because they're the weakest points where there aren't any titans titans hiding on the inside. Uh huh. Yeah. No, he just kicks through a random hole. Oh. Right. So you can't do anything with uh, Titans in the Walls. And Titans in the Walls are pretty important to a lot of stuff. It is. It's uh, something of a driving plot point for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, was it like yeah, that I don't point? know. That, it was at that point. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good times. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I watched... Uh, a show called Tower of God this weekend. Yeah, I've heard things about that. Yeah. Um, it's good. <laughs> it's like, okay. I don't know how to sell it to you without telling you what it's about. Um, the world does not feel very explained with like why there are all these different races and why some people appear to have just been living in a cave by themselves but have hand-tailored clothes that like fit them perfectly it's very strange and i like i don't think it cares about any of that and i don't think it needs to either like it's like yeah (laughs) kid wears a suit it's fine uh uh, i recommend if you've got time to watch 13 episodes um yeah that's like i oh okay i should probably give you a basic rundown there's a thing called like it's basically like um what's like the, the tower of babylon kind of deal where it's like massive tower and if you climb it you can become a god or something yeah i get to have a tower of babel uh-huh yeah that's it tower of babel um it's basically that except i'm not sure what the tower is if they're on it or if they're in it yet because they're all going through like tests to see if they're worthy to climb the tower but every now and then floors will get mentioned and i'm like that sounds like a tower <laughs> right yeah yeah um and it also kind of turns into a high school show for like a couple episodes where it's like all these people who were in like this big battle royale, 400 people need to call that down to 200 and they're all killing each other are now taking classes to how to perform in a group. 
for team exercises. And it's like, how did you do that? <laughs> like, how did you turn all these crazy killers into high school kids? It's um, <laughs> a good question. But uh, good show. I, I recommend. Okay. Is it on? Let's see where it it's is. On, it's on Crunchyroll. Okay. Yeah. Where That's is my Crunchyroll tab? Is it gone? Oh, no. Did you delete your Crunchyroll tab? I mean, I just have like mm -hmm. 20 tabs open at any given time. Actually, that seems low. Hold on a second. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, yeah, this is like... I don't know how you live like that. 30? I have a lot of RAM. It's fine. <laughs> I, I feel sick if I have more than eight tabs open. Oh, yeah. Eight's nothing. Yeah. Rookie numbers. Could have bump up those numbers, but... Mm, can't do it. Tower of God one season complete? Yeah, first season's complete. I have a oh, feeling... Oh, no! What? Wait. What do you mean? Oh, no. So, on the right side, it says, I'm sorry, due to licensing limitations, videos are unavailable in your region. Tower of God, in parentheses, Russian. Yeah. <laughs> the Russian... What? The Russian subtitles will not be available to you. What? I... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What? Okay, Crunchyroll. Good call. I, I don't know why you had to tell me that. I've never watched anything in Russian on your I, platform. I, I was looking at another show and it was like, yeah, the Spanish isn't going to be available to you. I'm like, oh no, the oh. Spanish? What will I do without them? Yeah, incredible. I mean, whatever. More information better than none, I guess. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> Whatevs. What else is going on? Uh, oh, um, WandaVision. They're a pretty good episode. Mm -hmm. I still, I'm just, one thing, one rant. The fact that an Avenger can have, can take an entire town hostage, mm -hmm. disappear off the grid for a while, mm -hmm. and none of the other Avengers are like, so we should go check in, bothers me. Like, I understand they don't have the money. To bring in another Avenger, but man alive, it would be nice for someone just to wander by and be like, hey, what's going on? And then be like, yeah, I'm Hawkeye. I can't handle this at all. Good luck. And then just leave. <laughs> right. That's um, all I want. Well, okay, well, just pretend that happened and then uh -huh. continue as normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because be you're, you're you. basically asking, why didn't they put a cameo in? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's the problem with all the standalone films. It is. It's like Iron Man is dealing with a fairly big threat. Where are the other Avengers? Mm, busy with other bigger threats, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he was only protecting, like, the vice president or something in that movie. Right? Like, it's yeah, not a, it's not not a, a big, big deal. Threat. Not a big deal. Right. It's not an Avengers-level threat. That's entirely true. If Iron Man dies, so what? We can replace him with more Avengers? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. It's not like groundbreaking stuff, but it's pretty good. I mean, also, I would argue in Iron Man 3, the Avengers weren't solidified as a team. They didn't have their own building yet, sort of a thing. Right? They weren't like this task force that the world can depend on. It, at that point, it was still like setting things up. And then some stuff happened to Iron Man, right? <laughs> like, sure. Well, okay. So when is the... Uh, so Avengers 1... Is Iron Man 3 after Avengers? Yes, because he's having PTSD about going into through a wormhole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And Iron like, Man 3, the Avengers exist. No, they, like they exist as a team or as a concept, but they're not like a unified force that's handling issues globally yet. Like, like they've come together, they've done that one big fight, and then it's like, well, Hawkeye's a guy with a bow. Captain America's searching for houses in Brooklyn. Loki <laughs> is like in prison, and Thor's like taking him there. Who do you have left? Banner? I mean, having Hulk around is pretty darn useful, turns out. Yeah, but like Hulk in like Thor 3, yes. Hulk in like Avengers is just a guy who hits things. <laughs> yeah, having a guy who can hit things would have solved a lot of Tony Stark's problems in Iron Man 3. That's all it, I'm saying. It also could have potentially made a lot more problems. Yeah, right? Like his he was down to like one pair of prototype armor that was like falling apart when a truck hit it. Could you imagine if Banner decided to hit it? Like <laughs> it would have just been screwed. <laughs> Probably. I would have watched it anyway. <laughs> yeah. People might remember the movie more fondly. But oh, so true. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah. what were we talking? Oh, just one division. Okay, done. Mm-hmm. No more one division talk. Okay, okay. Um, did uh, you see that Reyna won a world uh, won a world championship? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it bothers me. There's all these tweets that are like, "He's your Katowice champion." No, that's not what this was. This was not winning a premier championship. <sighs> well, <laughs> um, we know the truth. So there are tweets that are saying you're a world champ. There's some that are saying you're an yeah. IEM champ. And there's some that yeah. are saying you're a Katowice champ. Um, yeah. There are some tweets that are wrong that says he's the first foreigner to win an IEM. That's true. Cries in euthermal. Um, right. For euthermal. <laughs> yeah, nobody rem- remembers you, buddy. Sorry. No. Um, it's not incorrect to say he's a Katowice champ or he's the first foreigner Katowice champ. It's not, but it'd be like... For my NBA fans out there, it's like if the Jazz won a national championship by beating the Lakers and all the tweets were like, congratulations on beating the Lakers. It's like, yes, that's technically true. No. It's not really the point, though. The the analogy here is bad because Lakers, it's not like the BlizzCon Lakers, right? Yes. It's it's not not the Lakers. Congratulations on, yeah, congrats on beating Zest, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats on beating Mar. Well done. Well done, Reno. That's what we're here to congratulate you for. Congrats on beating Mar. Well, and yes. And the problem here is that we're using an existing tournament to be the de facto world championship for 2020. Yes. In February. These are problems. (laughs) It's weird because they even called him the 2021 world champion (laughs) on the broadcast. So if he's the 2021 world champion, who's the 2020 world champion? Is it just Doc for like... He got two? Yeah. Maybe. I could see that. And I mean, it's also, they still using the IEM trophy instead of the BlizzCon trophy. So Reyno doesn't... It's not BlizzCon because it's not BlizzCon. No, it's true. But like, you think they would mix up the trophy a little bit, right? Yes, totally. I mean, I don't know. I mean, again, the 2012 World Championship was called the Battle.net Championship. So, like, <laughs> the history of yeah. this thing's a little muddled. Right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So, remember, okay, so real quick, you know, we were talking about parting and his uh-huh. World Championship doesn't 
sort of doesn't count. It it's sort of not concurrent form, yeah. Yeah, and just the formatting was all different. Yeah. So they did a uh, like Korea Championship. Mm-hmm. So like the groups were region based. Okay. And then the fight. Well, not well. Not the group. There was like a previous stage. <laughs> so they had a 2012 Battle.net Asian Championship, a European Championship, a North American Championship, right? Mm-hmm. And the winners of those went into the groups, and then the groups became the playoff. So it was like a three-stage thing. So he still had to beat the other Koreans who were playing sure. StarCraft II at the time. He still had to beat out Hero, Par- uh, Rain, uh, I don't who are these people? Curious. <laughs> who are these people? Way to sell your point that these are big top tier names. Who are these people? <laughs> also, I would like to say, parting, let's see, he wrote Roro. Don't know who that is. Curious. Sure. Max said, dude's still playing up to like a couple of years ago, but he's Chinese, not Korean. True. And not there particularly were a great. Lot. Look at all these Chinese players. Yeah, because this is the Asian qualifiers, not the Korean qualifiers. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so then okay, so then they had <laughs> there's another stage, the 2012 WCS South Korean Nationals, <laughs> which was just Koreans. Okay, <laughs> and ha- included oh my gosh, so many. Pl- oh, there's a losers bracket. So that's where MC was. That's where Lenok was. That's where. We said hero already. Ooh, effort played. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, Gumio played. Polt was there. MVP was there. Jadong was there. Alive. Okay, so that was it. So he basically had to go through an entire tournament of nothing but Korean players and come out on top in that along with Creator uh-huh. to then go to uh, the Asian Championship where the two Koreans came out on top and then go to (laughs) the groups where they both came out and then the finals where they both came out and then parting beat him, which is honestly kind of hilarious. (laughs) And that's probably why the next year they're like, all right, look, basically the (laughs) Korean championship was the championship the whole time. And the remaining four rounds were just, you know, window dressing basically. Basically. Yeah, so then in 2013, yeah, the entire bracket is nothing but Koreans and Naniwa. Mm-hmm. Who got 3-1 by Sulky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're really That's, selling it. Um, yeah. I, no, no, come on. Parting had to win a bracket of entirely Korean players, just like the winner in 2013 had to do. It counts. 2012 is legit. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> because beating no. the qualifier gets him to the tournament. Like, he qualified for the tournament by beating other Koreans, right? Yeah. How's In it- a playoff. And Basically, that was the world championship. The no, world the, championship no, no, no. for 2012 Not- was the Korean playoff with, like, the, 16 the, players. The Korean playoff definitely decided who won. But yeah. the tournament in which it was decided by playing the games, Parting basically had no competition. Yeah, because right? they had this—they had this like championship parade 
stage of the tournament where they said, we'd like you to play some show matches against players that are not nearly as good as you are for a little while. Would you mind doing that? And he said, sure. <laughs> no, because if it was so, <laughs> like all those players had an equal chance of winning the tournament, right? Like, yeah, if they had beaten him, they would have won. It wouldn't have been like, oh, well, that was a fun show match. Here's your championship parting. No, it would have been here's your championship max said, right? Yeah. Yes. So the tournament results are what determined it. And the tournament was filled with bad players. At one stage of it, but there was a stage that was elite. And I think that's what matters. Just because it came first instead of last doesn't mean it's not legitimate. It does, because if you take out all of the good players first, the rest of it doesn't mean anything. You You need to have the good... You still had to get through a Korean-only bracket. No, no, because... He did. He Yes, he did, but that doesn't matter, right? You you need to have the best players at the end, otherwise it doesn't uh, make any sense. Okay, so you're just arguing chronology. That's all yeah. you're arguing. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm I'm going to agree to disagree with you. No, you're I gonna think agree beating, to agree with I me. I think beating out every Korean that was playing StarCraft two at the time and coming out on top makes him a legitimate world champion in two thousand and twelve. I never said he wasn't a legitimate world champion. I said calling him a world champion means he can do it again almost a decade later means nothing. It's not his current form. That's where I took issue. I didn't say he wasn't a world oh. champion. Oh, I thought that's what you were saying. No, I'm saying he's the world champion because he got an easy tournament. Sure. But it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, I'm not saying you're saying it's invalid. I'm taking exception with you calling it easy. I don't think it's easy at all. Okay. Okay. When it comes down to it, the top, like, the difference between okay, which 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 year was this? 2011, 2012? 2012. 2012. Let me look this up. It's amazing how many stages he had to play. He had to do. There were probably pre qualifiers to the Korean qualifier. Like it was a long, stupid road for this, and it was over when he won the Korean bracket because he and okay. Creator won everything after that. The difference between him taking home a hundred thousand dollars and five and a half thousand dollars is versing said. Yeah, that's, I know it's that's, it's that's, set that's, it's that's, set up poorly. I'm not exactly. With it you. is set up poorly, which is why it's stupid. <laughs> right? like, the tournament is stupid. Blizzard recognized how stupid it was, and in 2013 they fixed it. Okay. Yeah. And if they fixed it, that means they recognize it wasn't a legitimate win. Right? Or at least... See, now we're back to saying it's not legitimate. You no, no, no. You told me, no. I, did, I never said that. Okay. Now you just said it. Okay. That time I said it. But yes. I think my point stands. If you have to beat unknown players at, and your chance of winning a prize pool goes from five and a half to $100,000, then the tournament has been set up poorly and it makes it an illegitimate like, not illegitimate, he is the world champion because there was a shitty tournament, so you have a shitty winner, right? You know what I mean? Like, am I explaining yes. that properly? Yes. Again, and the fact that you were like, uh, Parting cannot win another championship. He made it. He was one of the four best I'm players so- in the world last week. I- I'm sorry, did he win? Was no. I wrong when I said he couldn't win? I th- Yes. I think if you are among the top four players in the world at the world championship, you ha- could win. Absolutely. You think he had zero percent chance of winning no, from there? I, I never said zero. I never said zero. You said no chance. No, no, I didn't. 
That's well, <laughs> that's libel. Man, it's a good thing we're not recording this. <laughs> We'd both be in trouble today. That's libel, and you know it. Um. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, parting was good enough to. Where is his series against? Uh, who did he play here? He three one to tie. Ty, I did it again, and three one innovation. Okay, sure. And in the group stages, where did he do? He went four and one. Yeah, he two one rogue. Which come on, that's not bad. No, two one oh, cure yeah, Ragnarok. Two one. Okay, so Neeb, whatever. You got two by stats. In the bottom, in the group stages, Parting got two would by stats. Easily the weakest Protoss in the group. In the in even in the playoffs. Sorry, I missed that. One of my tabs started talking to me. Say again. He got two would by stats. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. My point is, Look, Parting's I'm... win in 2012 was very legitimate, and he made top four in 2021. That's pretty impressive. Okay, I'll make you a bet right now. He Uh-oh. will not win another world championship ever. <laughs> well, I mean, now he's going military. That just destroys your chances of winning a championship, it seems like. Is he going to the military? I thought this was like this was his goodbye. I don't. I don't remember. He had a yeah. He had a stream, uh, like in the last couple days, where he was like saying goodbye to all his viewers and stuff. Really. Mm Mm-hmm. According to Liquipedia, he says he's got pending military service. Yeah. There's a post on the TL forums called "Parting the Draft Dodger" from 2015. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So I guess he's been delaying it a lot. I know, but they all do that now, don't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fair. It's just standard behavior at this point. <laughs> anyway, okay. So enough parting. Way to go, Rainer. Mm-hmm. Great foreigner. Hope that you are. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. just—he's so—he's so stupid good. He's so good. He's yeah. still—I still think his defining, for me, the defining characteristic for him is. You can destroy his economy, and it just—it doesn't seem to hurt him somehow. <laughs> I, not even—not even Cyril has this magical capability of being like, "You killed thirty of his drones," and you know what? He's fine. It doesn't seem to hurt him at all. I don't get it. Is it just injects? His injects are just always, always on point all the time. He knows exactly when to make drones when it's safe to do so, and all of that just coalesces into never being able to destroy his economy. I don't know what it is. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, his series with Mara was insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that might have been the best series of the whole tournament. I think it was a three-two best of five, and all the games were close. It felt like Rainer. It felt like was ahead in the first two games. Ended up losing them. Maru is so hard to kill. So his comeback ability is maybe better than anybody else's. Hmm. Um, and then, yeah, just finishing him off is incredibly, incredibly difficult. Mario's a beast. Yeah, yeah. A Ligalax still puts Serral above Reno. That's interesting, really. Mm-hmm. 
I don't hmm. really, like it says the above list is a preview or the ratings list, which will be finalized March 10th. So it might still be waiting to update for some reason. Don't know why. Right. It's been a couple days. You think they'd have it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Uh, yeah. And what I liked about the Rainer versus Zest finals is that Rainer was basically like, I have no interest in playing against late game Protoss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to bring my queens across the map. I'm going to bring Roaches, Ravagers, Zerglings, Banelings. We're going to try to kill you now. Mm-hmm. Every time. I don't think there was a single game where he was like, what's that? You have three bases up real fast and you're getting a fourth. All right. I'll just try to match you macro for macro. No. He <laughs> had no desire to do that. Uh-uh. Mm. So he's... uh. It works. I mean, that we've seen that. This is how do you beat a particular strategy from a certain race that's really hard to beat? Don't let him get there. And yeah. I know I've always hated that, but Rainer basically took that and made it work. Mm. It's true. Yeah. So he's a boss. He's not the youngest uh, champion. No. I looked into that parting actually was 17 when he won in 2012. So I'm not sure if anybody else is also younger than Rainer, but Parting at least was younger for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Fair this enough. kid. Do you remember when we tried to get him on the podcast? Do you remember that? No. Yeah. Like back when we had guests. Uh, <laughs> you know about? We still have guests. We had Duddles like six months ago. Yeah, that's true. My bad. Yeah, but he... Um, I... I think it was me or was it you? No, it, it, it would have been me. you because I don't remember. Yeah. I was able to get in contact with him. Okay. But then his dad was like, his English isn't good enough. I don't want him doing an English only interview. And I was like, oh, that's fair. Because he yeah. was just a kid. He hadn't done anything yet. Yeah. He, he was might just this like young up upstart. Say, Fuck Lurkers. <laughs> <laughs> now. Back then he was just a baby. I mean, not again, not that he's like 30 now, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, back then he was just making all this noise as an incredibly scary up-and-coming young player. I don't think anybody was like, yeah, in 2021, he's going to be winning a world championship. I don't think anybody had money on that. Mm. Do you think so? Do you think people saw that in his future? Uh, hmm, I don't know. People have been saying that about Clem, that he's like the best up-and-coming Terran. I think he is. Oh Yeah, he is. But they've been saying that for a while. And I mean, he's getting close. So I wonder if people probably were saying that years ago about Reno. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be your best up and coming player. It's another thing to be like, they're going to win a world championship. Right. Right. I think he like people probably talked about Reno positively, but was just massively overshadowed by talk about Cyril. Because two, three years ago, Cyril was on like a one year winning streak. where no one could take anything more than a map off him, right? Right. He was a monster. He went more than 365 days without dropping a series. Yeah. Yeah. The year of Cyril, for sure. And then he gets 3-2'd by Clem Mm -hmm. in the round of 12. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Clem's a beast. I just, this is, again, the theory here is, uh, you know, you're Clem, you're Rainer, you come up and you're just constantly having to deal with beating Serral all the time. Mm. So that's why Rainer's ZVZ is so good, especially against Serral. Mm-hmm. It seems to have improved to where it's even good against the Korean Zergs because that's what killed him last year against Dark was he looked completely lost against the against Dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like he was able to figure it out because he 3-2 uh, he Dark. You know, he didn't crush him, 
but he beat him, mm-hmm. and that's huge compared to how lost he looked in 2020 or 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but you're just playing against Serral, right? So Clem's TVZ is monstrous, but who are the Protoss he's playing against, right? It's Showtime, and um, on the European ladder, I'm not sure what other Protoss are really going to provide good practice for him for something like this, you know? Apparently, Neeb plays on the uh, EU Showtime. Well, that kind of proves your point, never mind. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his his most accomplished Protoss opponents are Neeb and Showtime. Mm. Uh, mm. It's true. That's all. So his he needs to figure out a way to get better against elite Protoss play, elite Korean Protoss play, because if he doesn't, it's going to be hard for him to win a championship. He's just moved to again for a season of GSL. Yeah, but apparently you don't have to because Rainer figured it out. Like, Rainer's in the same boat. He's playing against European Protosses as well, and he's able to 4-2 Zest and 3-2 um, Stats. Rainer's been hitting, like, round of 12s in Premier Tournaments much more often, that feature. Mm, that's Korean's true. So that's his practice? Yeah, he just has more experience, <sighs> though. He does. It's... Uh, I don't know. He just do it by... I don't know. I was going to say do it by just watching, analyzing your replays, but, like, that's not the same thing as doing it, you know? It's yeah. one thing to just analyze and watch every Serral replay he's ever played. It's another thing to suit up against him and be like, all right, let's do this, you know? Right. Yeah. Anyway, it's an amazing run. I mean, Rainer, if you want to talk about legitimate championships, to beat Stats, Dark, Maru, and Zest mm-hmm. is a pretty good gauntlet to run through to prove yourself the best. Hmm. For sure. Yeah. So good job by him. I don't, I mean,. Yeah, I mean, there are kind of two ways this can go. Sometimes young champions are just happy with what they have, and they'll keep competing, but they're not going to compete with the same amount of intensity and hunger that they had previously. So maybe, you know, maybe we don't see another championship. Maybe. And maybe this is his obsession, and maybe he's going to keep doing this every day until he can't anymore. And maybe this is the first of many. I don't know. It's an excellent question. Yeah, I mean, it's even even if he does remain as committed to this as he has been, winning another championship is hard. Yeah. Even if you've won one, like how do we? Are there? Do we have repeat champs for world championship in StarCraft Two? No. There's never been a repeat. No. Not even. I mean, not oh, even like back to back. Just I, period. SOS. I feel, I feel like he has two. Okay, hold on. Let's do this real, real quick. So 2019 is dark. And 2018 was... Stats. Stats has never won a world championship. What do you want about? What you talking about, Willis? Uh, oh, sorry. Serral beat Stats. My bad. Serral's year was 2018. I knew that. Yeah. And then before 2017, that, Rogue. Rogue. And then 2016 is Beyond. Okay. 2015 is SOS. Okay. Who was 2014? MC? Okay. No, 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 I'm guessing. I'm I'm like, I'm asking, not telling. Oh, you weren't looking it up. You're just remembering. Like the first five I know off by heart, but I I wasn't there for these ones. So it was either like Life or MC or something. So 14 was Life. Oh, Life. His win has been vacated due to match fixing. So technically, it's MMA's title, I guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. MMA. 
Mm-hmm. And then we have and then 2013 SOS. So yeah, SOS has won it twice. Yeah. There you go. But I mean, who was one. SOS playing against in 2013? Really? What was the tournament set up like? It was all Koreans and Naniwa. Remember, we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best? Did he have to uh, beat Naniwa? Because that would have given him a bye. <laughs> like... No, he beat, where is his first round? Hero. Okay. And then he beat Polt. And then he beat Bomber. And then he beat Jadong. That's pretty good. Hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes and no. Like, sure. <laughs> he beat a lot of people that aren't here anymore. That's because it was 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. More uh, hilarious. All right. <laughs> you need uh, to appreciate the old school players better, I think. Look, I know these names. They just... Okay. It's like, okay, you beat people who were, couldn't play for very long right like these are people Polt. yeah what's paul doing now jadong went back to brood Royal. he doesn't count true like, these bomber people like, you don't respect people... bomber no i like bomber <laughs> okay bomber's like the one guy that i'm like okay yeah he was he was right. here in legacy of the void <laughs> yeah the protoss player hero you don't like hero yeah i like hero well i liked hero what's hero done recently i don't know let's find out where, he's uh, on active military duty, so that's what he's done recently. Yeah, he's a goddamn hero. Yeah, he won GSL uh, season one in two thousand and seventeen. That was like four years ago, Falcon. Yeah, I know. And then he's got a couple second and third places in GSLs in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. He took third place in IEM Katowice in twenty nineteen. Hero's not then, on active military service. It's fulfilled. No? You're looking at the right one? I'm looking at Hero. There's a couple heroes. Is your guy Protoss? Yeah. Does he have $344,000 in career earnings? No. Okay. And this is the guy I'm looking at. Okay. Well, uh, were there two heroes in WCS 2013? Good or question. Which hero was that? No, there was only one hero, so they've linked the what wrong... What hero was it? It was the Protoss hero. Yeah. Okay, so if you go There's to... two! <laughs> yes, but there was only one in the tournament. Go to the list of players in the tournament and click on his profile. Then you know it's that know. one. You've been reading from the wrong guy. How do you know? Because I clicked on the guy who's in the tournament. Oh. Unless they've linked the wrong guy. Yeah, maybe not. Okay, so this guy only has $265,000 career earnings. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. What was so let's see. He basically didn't do anything after 2014. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did stuff up to 2016, but he mm -hmm. certainly hasn't won anything. He was third in a 2014 WEC. What the hell was that? Yeah. World Esports Championship. He <laughs> won an IEM in 2014, uh -huh. uh, WCS Season 1 in 2013, North America, NASL in 2012, a dream hack in 2012. Mm -hmm. He's got a bunch of premier tournament first place finishes. Like, this is not a bad player. No, well, not at the time. No, he's just washed up now because he's old. Mm-hmm, it's true. Yeah. Kidding, hero. You're great. Um, okay. 
So. See? What the is this? He has EPT points. He's ranked 55 on the EPT Korean ladder. Is he still playing? <laughs> no. He's ranked 55 with 10 points. How did he get Holy those crap, 10 you're points? you're right. Uh, he got them he, in weeklies. He played in an ESL Open. <laughs> <laughs> He's still competing. Hero. Huh. Not retired. I was wrong. Well. <laughs> uh, Functionally. Yeah. One, two, three, four. It's got seven first place finishes in premier tournaments. That's pretty sick. I mean, it's all right. <laughs> How many do you think Polt has? Mr. Polt is my favorite player. I didn't say Polt was my favorite player. Bomber. How many does this bomber have? I never. When did I claim Bomber was my favorite player? No, you just you respect beating Bomber. You didn't respect beating Hero. Bomber has one, two, three, four. He only has six first place finishes in Premier tournaments. He's not as good as Hero is. <laughs> Yet he you went put some respect on Hero's name. <laughs> Yet he Bomber went further in the 2013 tournament because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he didn't run into uh, uh, SOS until then. <laughs> yep. All right, that's enough. That is enough. I will not have you disrespecting the old players' names. Look, I'm not disrespecting them. I'm just saying uh, that not Legacy of the Void players, um, like the, the history in not Legacy of the Void is not reflective of their skill in Legacy of the Void. The games are vastly different. These are people yes. who are winning games when you started with six workers. So you're the kind of person who's like Michael Jordan, who's that? He played 20 years ago. I don't respect that. It was a different game back then. Uh, well, one of the major change balance updates to basketball is the fact that the ball's around new, right? Are they, no. are they allowed to wear shoes? There have, been Did they raise... rule. there have been a ton of rule changes. It's a much different game. Like Players what? today, teams are shooting like 63s a game. Back then it was like 10. There are different rules for defense. They used to allow the defenders to like hand check and like actually push you in the chest on defense. They got rid of that. There's a ton of different, there are a ton of different rules. It's a much different game for mm. sure. Well, I mean, it's basketball, so I still wouldn't care regardless. Yeah, no, I know. But I'm just saying you don't respect the players, the legendary players of the past because they played in a different time. And players well, weren't as good back then compared well, to the players today. When you say I don't respect, it's like saying, well, I think, Michael Jordan could go out and win a championship versus the Lakers one V the rest of the team. Right. Like, I don't think you can just do that. Like, I think people who are like, nah, my player is better because he did some shit 12 years ago. Right. Like there's a, there's a line of respect and then there's just not knowing what the fuck you're talking about. Right. <laughs> just saying shit like, Oh, you need to respect these old players because they could all come back and win it today. It's like, no, no, not all of them could. Right? Like, I have a respect for what they did at the time, but just inserting that into what's happening today is an entirely different set of circumstances. 
I know, but you could only play against the competition of the time. If you win a world championship at anything, at any point in history, I'm going to call it a world championship. And I'm going to find it comparable to a world championship in 2021. No, I, I just am. I don't think that's fair. Okay. But we will differ on opinion in that then. That's fine. I get what you're saying. It's like you're coming from. It's like saying, okay, this guy was the fastest person in the Stone Age, right? Like they set the land speed record when the fastest land speed vehicle was a horse. Now we have rocket cars. Still counts though, right? Yeah. At the time he set a world record. He was the fastest person on earth. But I mean, that's hardly fair. He wasn't the one doing the work. He was just riding a horse. (laughs) 